What up, guys? Welcome to the show. It's going to be a little different format today. We are welcoming you to the sounds of summer, as we're dubbing it. Yeah, that's Matt. I'm Jesse, and we're going to be joined by our guest, Dan Simons of Just Surrender, and his uh, solo stuff, which we talk a little bit about in this episode. Hell yeah. So without further ado, here's our guest, Dan Simons of Just Surrender. This song is called In Your Silence. Tell me, dear, how could I make this more clear when I say this is forever? How is that so wrong? Is it too much to ask not be alone? So what did I do wrong? I take it back, start over again, again. Well, I fall asleep with you, and I wake up alone. In your silence And I wish I could destroy you Instead of just to tie you I know that you were silent Across my fingers tight Silence. I will. I need you for 
Amazing, man. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, thanks. My voice got a little scratchy, you know, but. Uh, Dude, I love that rendition. That is. Uh, that's awesome. We really appreciate that song specifically. Oh, yeah. So. So, dude, that's really, really awesome to hear you. Like, I was wondering what you were going to come in with. So, yeah, it's really awesome. I appreciate it. I mean, like I said, uh, I guess, you know, if you maybe it was like 15 days ago, someone on my. Uh, instagram feed tagged me and i was like oh happy 15 to uh if two streets could talk and like earlier in the year i guess it was like maybe a month and a half two months ago phoenix was 10 years old but wow. i don't kind of think about those things i mean like does it feel that long uh it depends on the day really i mean sometimes like i'll like i sang that song i'm just like oh it really wasn't that long ago i mean i, I out of all the records i remember that one the most just because it was like the first time kind of thing like in a real recording studio we did that song on an ep uh asc a second chance ep and uh it was the first time we recorded with john declario and it, that was like for that song that was uh, before i joined the band a second chance uh there's they had a rotating cast of members and that song was the first song that we kind of wrote with me in the group mm. um I really wasn't going to sing much. I was kind of like a, in the background, like harmonizer and stuff. And then uh, Andy came up with the music and stuff and Jay was doing the verse. And then I was like, oh, I have an idea for a chorus. So like, what? And then I, that was it. You know? nice. And then uh, we recorded it. And it was uh, from there, that's kind of how we kind of got our like sound. Jay sings, I sing, and then sometimes we'll sing together and, and back and forth. So that one to me is kind of like a personal favorite of them just because it was uh, i just remember still being in steve's garage and uh just coming up with that kind of part you know and they're like oh it's awesome man you know it's oh it's so good it's a you know blah 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 so um and then after that then we did it and so that's why i did that one that's wild to see that's the birth of the dueling vocals that you guys were mm -hmm. notoriously known for like on the scene like mm -hmm. i remember seeing you guys before i even knew you and just being like what the hell is going on here just <laughs> the back and forth between you and jay just like was so amazing at the time like it was just un. Like, it, was, it was new un to to the sound for sure yeah yeah I, like i was saying i mean those guys they're all in the same age group or for the most part jay andy and steve mm -hmm. And uh, I guess I'm like three or four years older. Now it doesn't really feel like anything. But right. at the time, I just remember I worked at a pizzeria with Jason and our tour manager, Shield. And um, 
he's like, oh, my band's going to do demos, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, it's good, kid. You know, like, whatever. I was, like, in a post-hardcore band. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, you know, but he was, I always loved Jason when he was doing the dishes and we would talk about music. And then something happened and pretty much uh, Shill, John, our tour manager, was like, oh, you should try out for ASC. And I was just like, John, I'm not, I'm not trying out. If it's like, if I'm going to play, it's just like, no, you know what I mean? Just go by, see what it's like. And then uh, I did. And and then, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it was to piggyback to what you're saying before. It, it does seem actually long now that I think about it, talking to you guys. I mean, there's moments I feel like yesterday, but I mean, that's 15 years is a long time. It's like one more year somebody can drive that when we're, <laughs> You know, that's like, if you think of it that way. And some of those 15-year-olds are probably just discovering your music now, you know? Yeah, yeah I hope so. I mean, it would be great. I've, I see you guys on the Spotify playlists. Oh, dude. You yeah, guys pop up. I mean. It it does. We have, you know, I will say one thing about our fans is that they're very loyal and they still consistently write, when are you guys going on tour? When are you doing new songs? <laughs> and I, look, if it were up to me, I would just, quit my job and go out tomorrow and, oh man um but you know i mean it's not up to me and and realistically i mean i have a career too and they all jason's a teacher and yeah he has you know i mean steve has a kid too so it's like but there are these moments where i'm just like i just want to get in the van and go but you know i mean we are spotify i mean we still get plays and like if you go on like hit the lights or every avenue or my american heart i think people also listen to and then i'll have like a list mm-hmm. of uh, songs and it's you know it's it's funny it, like sometimes it'll be a playlist and it's in there and i'm just like oh that's that's me <laughs> dude that's gotta be so amazing though like you guys have like that just feeling the mark like that's undeniable and i mean you pop up amongst everybody you know i mean i can only imagine that's got to be such a good feeling to see yourself on a spotify playlist like that does it feel big or does it still feel just like it was something you know you and your friends you know did because you loved it uh back and forth i'm just gonna give you like non-committal answers no uh, sometimes (laughs) it feels sometimes i i don't want to come off as like an egomaniac or pompous because i mean no one's gonna accuse you of that i'm sure you're a very humble man (laughs) i mean sometimes i just look back at our career and like spotify i'm like people that i work with now in lighting i'm just like oh yeah i was a musician blah 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 like what i was like yeah it's on like spotify and youtube and and uh, apple music and title and blah 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 blah. like yeah you're not going around bringing it up first thing but if it comes up in conversation ed what you need to huh because you know i'm edward in the lighting community or whatever but uh i look back on it and it does seem big to me or it felt big and and i just you know it's very special i mean i don't want to go on this long diatribe but i always do i just remember whether it was playing warp tour at um the last date that we played was nassau coliseum Mm. and just you know it's a huge thing and it's a you know new york show and it just i just looked out and there's so many people like singing along and stuff like that or uh, we played bamboozle at you know giant stadium and mm-hmm. just looking out and seeing the meadowlands or giant stadium i mean it's before it's meant life it was at you know giant stadium and mm-hmm. then seeing the the old giant stadium had the thing it would say giant stadium it's like i've been here so many times for so many football games for the jets i'm a jets fan and uh, now i'm playing here and there's all these people out there in the audience singing along and um 
wow, wild. I've made it, you know, like this is the, you know, the stuff that you dream of, of me sitting in or standing or singing in Steve's garage and like, we're, you know, you're doing it. Um, yeah, it feels big, you know, I mean, in terms of that, I just, uh, you know, it's, I, I'm so blessed and fortunate to have been able to do, you know, any of that. Yeah. And to put it, even out, put up three records signed to labels and touring and booking agents and all that stuff. I mean, there's a long period of time where I was very angry about a lot of it, but now it's just like this, there's nothing really to be angry about it. I'm so, so fortunate. Well, and there's a lot of hard work and talent behind that as well. That, oh, that definitely deserves recognition, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, I always, sometimes people ask, um, what's your advice if you want to be in a, you know, to, to make it in a band or whatever. I'm just like practice, 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 and then practice some more. It's like, you have to really just give it everything that you have. Uh, it's a job. And then there's the, the business aspect of it. It's just like a job to call mm. um, you know, the internet changes a lot of things. We were kind of, we got signed in the beginning of the internet ban stuff. MySpace and, age. MySpace days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we like, it's interesting because we had, we started getting big on mp3.com and then mp3.com went down. So like, I remember when we were still a second chance, we had like over a million or something Damn. on there Damn. and then like it got shut down and then we were on pure volume and then we got uh, I remember pure volume. Man. Yeah. Oh. So then it was yeah. just like, okay, you know, a bunch of, I don't remember how many millions, but there was a bunch of at least two or 3 million. We were unsigned and then, you know, then we got signed and then we got a, a, a you know, a, a booking agent and all that stuff, but it would just be like me calling somebody on the phone. Hey, Oh yeah, this is our band. Oh, we have this, but where now it's just like, I guess, I mean, I'm so out of touch with the way that the music just D DM them. I'm guessing you slide into their Instagram. <laughs> I have no idea how any of that works. How, it, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess it's kind of similar. I'm sure that there's still people out there like going on whatever, if it's, spotify i guess spotify now it's if you spend x amount of money you can have your music on there i don't know like i said i mean i don't know anything about it jason just put out a record with his band with a band and i mean they're not signed but they're on spotify they're on a playlist so yeah i guess yep. i guess there's a thing i don't know if there's like an option on there that's unsigned you know but mm -hmm. yeah i've, a I've seen a lot of even need a label a lot of indie stuff has gone up on there so i assume that they must have some mm -hmm. avenue for that yeah, I mean it's just a submission thing at this point. Still, I believe. I mean, and so even even then, like, you have SoundCloud there. too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I have a SoundCloud. I make music. It's you know I don't promote it or anything like that. But I mean, I still I still make the tunes, but I just don't. I just do it for you know fun. I've checked out like some of your stuff. It's, mm -hmm. it's good. So it's but, like it's Dan's imprint. Like I like that. Like I like hearing you. Oh, you know. Well, thank you. I mean, I yeah. just make it. I, you know, I'm always afraid of, uh, like, I make the music now for me. I mean, not that we're in a dressing room or we didn't make the music because we liked it or whatever, but, like, there was, like, a goal and a task where this, I just do it just because I'm feeling like an idiot or goofy or, or just want to write a song back, to write back a Back to basics, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's the, I mean, I record it all and the production is kind of, you know, whatever, but it's, like, I maybe show it to like five or six people. Uh, there was a period where I promoted it a little bit online, but I don't really do it too much just because 
too humble, too humble, Dan. I'm a little bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little, yeah. oh, <laughs> Plus, yeah, like yeah. one thing. Not how we would say it, but no, no I don't think so. Yeah, so. <laughs> Look, now, I, I've I've noticed though that it's not like uh, it's just a different sound a lot of the times when someone goes solo versus with a group because with the group it almost seems like a blending of each of those individual people's like ideas, sounds, thoughts kind of come together mm-hmm. versus, you know, we covered uh, Matt Caracas from uh, Citizen uh, on our last music suggestions. And mm-hmm. he, his sound is so different uh, individually from, you know, being with the band Citizen. Uh, I, I feel that, you know, the same with some of your stuff. And it's not that it's, uh, if someone listens to Just Surrender, they won't like a, so- a solo thing by you. It's just something different that allows for a different um, avenue almost for the artist is almost how I've been viewing it. Oh, for sure. I mean, just look at, I was going to say, look at your iPod or yeah. look at your playlist <laughs> or, um, you know, uh, whether whatever music streaming service that you have. Mm-hmm. It's not just like emo. That's it. Right. You know? And when There's... you're in a band, I guess it's kind of like a collaboration of all those elements. Of, right. You know, those kinds of songs i mean i guess there are certain bands that do have like different flavors on their album but usually it's always like kind of like a there's a vein to the it. sound yeah yeah, yeah. common sound and a direction and then if you're signed uh, it depends but, but i found if you like, if you do you know, like the band and you then exploring like these these solo projects like you're doing and like you know the other um gentleman i mentioned is doing uh that often it it's another kind of rabbit hole to fall down and fall in love with in a way, because it's, if you like the band, you're already, you already kind of like that person in some way. So you're going to like what they're bringing to the table. Oh, for sure too. I mean, it's uh, like, for me, there's no rules with it. So I'll yeah. just make whatever, you know, really I want or whatever I'm inspired by or just something to do. Like uh songwriting is like, uh, cathartic but it's also like doing homework too okay mm-hmm. well, this has to be here. Yeah. this has to go like this whatever i mean you know jason is the litter uh he i love melodies he loves lyrics i i'm i i miss his collaboration a lot of the time you know because i'm a shitty lyricist horrible i can admit it it's i whenever i hear music i don't hear the words i just hear like where the emotion in the voices or yeah the, uh, feel you i'm the same way yeah yeah i feel like me and jesse have a similar thing jesse i was gonna say jay. i love lyrics jesse's my jay and uh <laughs> he's a good lyricist but i'm a melody man and i understand that completely yeah i don't get melodies at all when you called your friend a geek were you accusing them of biting the heads off of animals the next time you chomp into an avocado will you actually be sinking your teeth into male genitalia when you say you're going out for a jog Are you headed out for a sweaty time in the streets of Manhattan? Or are you teasing someone relentlessly at a dinner party? Get ready to learn all about these zany, funny, and downright crude etymologies here on Before Words. In each six-minute episode, we'll dive into the world of a word and explore its unusual origins. Pop it on in the train. Tune in on the bus. Listen quietly in the bathroom. Armed with all this snazzy, state-of-the-art before-words content, you'll have plenty of new, bizarre, fun facts about the English language to impress your friends and family. Before-words. 
wherever podcasts are found. This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories. A couple months ago, I ordered my DO1 Dapper Pen Wallet in their patented DTEX, which is amazing. The DTEX that they've created is a material that is scratch-proof, water-resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up and you can go out in the tux at night and you won't even know the difference. Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. SLACKER APPROVED. There's a lot of people like me and a lot of people like you out there that, like for me, I just it's like the energy and the passion in it. I don't care what you're saying. I'm, it's not that I don't care because I do, but I don't hear what you're saying. I'm hearing or feeling how you feel when you, you say those things. You mm. know? And yeah, the collaboration thing, the stuff that I make, it's just me, whatever. But I, you know, I, I'm thirsty to create with other people, but you know, as a, grown up or whatever i mean i have to work and right. and uh, on the weekend i'm married and i got a yard and a garden and i oh baby i've seen your yeah. garden you you're growing all kinds of things over there i'm i'm growing tomatoes i got a uh, squash i got some basil some nice. kale some mint uh so i got some other stuff too it's just no no ganja not yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> Narc isn't allowing you to grow the ganj yet. Yeah. But I mean, I do have my card. I got my medical card. Oh, right. wow. Nice. Awesome. That's yeah. great to hear, man. Yeah. I'm about to get it down here in Orlando, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's it's really great to see all these states opening up on that to where you can just, you can be a legal citizen with a medical card. And, yeah. and or even grow in your back garden. That'd be, back, uh, that's adorable. York's not there yet for the growing. <laughs> I but. know. I mean, yeah. they're all going to monetize it at some point. It's just, mm-hmm. I would think that New York State, though, would be a little bit more keen to it. But there's it a lot of farms, too. You'd think that they'd want to at least get in on that, grow yeah. like the growing upstate mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I mean, they, they have licensed, uh, you know, vendors to do it because they have the dispensaries. There's just no flour. It's like mm-hmm. vapor um, and then edibles. edibles. Yeah. Stuff, so. yeah. Which I don't mind. You know the the edibles or whatever. Like, I just take one, just kind of mellow, relaxed. You know, not. It's not like uh, my throat. <laughs> I mean, if we had uh, those when we were on tour, I forget about it. Oh you know, man, just been in trouble. I would rip it up. Yeah, you know, I don't want to say anything because some people are teachers or whatever. But for me myself, you know, I would sometimes not participate in it just because i'd have to sing and you're singing mm-hmm. and you know i'm kind of a screamer so like but i also sing so i'm yelling and then like we do a little rapping too party band yeah it's known that we're a party band and then people would just come up with you know pot and all this other stuff <laughs> oh it's small come on man i got two buns blah blah i'm just like i can't do anything you're not invincible i mean i yeah well, trust me yeah that's part I, of being a responsible front man dan true. all right I've seen a lot of front men burn themselves out yeah. by smoking too much cigs and weed, and they just got that that voice gets too raspy, and then all of sure. a sudden it's not carrying even the raspiness anymore. No, I I, no. I know. Trust me. I mean, there used to be nights where uh, I would just sleep all day, sing, and then sleep. You know, go back to to sleeping because it's Rest it's a job chords. too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I blew my voice out a couple times on tour, um, but that was the the way to do it. 
fortunately for me, um, I'm, I'm blessed with melody so I can change like the melody a tiny bit. So I don't have to go that high to sing with them or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of times I remember when we were first getting signed and I got mono and we were doing all these, yeah, we were doing all these showcases for, um, just a bunch of, I think Octone, the Maroon 5 label was one of them. Uh, Red Bull records they they were kind of doing like a record thing uh with you know i don't remember what the distribution was but it's like red bull and then you know under universal or one of those kind of things but uh yeah i got mono from our first tour and um in maryland just randomly and uh pretty much yeah then we won this contest ernie ball battle of the bands um and then at at the or at the warp tour uh i had mono and i was just you know dead like the i just remember i do the rap part in uh, our work of art you know and yep. just, i was just you know it was a summer day warp tour it's, it's in the 90s and I'm yeah just, sun beating down on you yeah dust and, kicking out <laughs> yeah and they're just like what where's the energy there's no I'm listening to the record. There's so much energy and, and like I'm watching and I'm just not feeling it. And uh, I mean, I, I wasn't, so it, it is what it is, you know, but uh, it, it ended up working out anyway. I mean, I don't even know any bands that were signed to Red Bull records or, or anything like that. So, no, oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, then you still yeah. put the show on too. I mean, hell, yeah. <laughs> most people yeah. probably wouldn't do that, you know? that's the one really great thing about Jason is that, you know, he picked up some of the slack and sometimes he could, I could lean on him or, or the other way around if he wasn't, you know, feeling it or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the one good thing and it's, it's rough though. I mean, the, to go back to the before, you know, I want to smoke blunts with everybody. Right. Okay? So <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't, Dan? Who doesn't? I guess everybody in the COVID era that we're living in, but <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. true, true. Good point. But in the early two thousand, mid two thousands, uh, uh-uh, it's just you got it. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, communal, man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, man. Now I, I don't know if you're gonna remember this, but I feel like you guys got an MTV piece pretty pretty soon after you joined the band and i don't yeah. know maybe i'm over imagining the closeness but was that really close if you remember it at all uh i would say we were on you here at first and it was like within it was before we got signed so we went on tour with autopilot off and yep. um before we got signed and then their manager was a gentleman by the name of rob mcdermott and he also managed lincoln park so um living in the world of lincoln park they were all over mtv and stuff like that so he got us that you hear it first thing and then uh i guess that was like within the first year or maybe a year and a half of me so i joined the band we did the ep and then we kind of did our first tour with that we toured with them twice autopilot off um and then you know i guess then the you hear it first thing happened and then they came while we were in the studio they came in the studio i guess while we were recording the record yeah i remember the um, footage of that it was yeah so intriguing this it was funny that you brought that up because i was going through my parents basement and i found the dvd of it 
<laughs> so I, that's so, so cool. You know, that's so cool. parents always keep yep. and record all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> yep. I don't have a DVD player. None of my computers have any of that. I know. Stuff, so, yeah. Yeah. Got an Xbox. But I have a, I have a, a PS3. <laughs> oh, okay. You can play it or not. You there play you go. It that bad boy. Yeah. So, uh, so I watched it and it was just like, you know, another one of those things like, wow, like I did that. that was, that's me, you know, holding the microphone and having the legendary Kurt, um, Kurt Loader. <laughs> Damn. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And John Norris, the, you know, the other guy that would do the MTV news, he narrated the piece. So oh, it was wow. just like, you know, not a lot of people get to, to have that moment. I remember my brother texted me on my, uh, I, you know, a uh, flip phone. Cause that's what we were rocking back then. He's like, Oh dude, oh, yeah. I'm at the gym and they have your band on. And I was like, wow, man, I've, you know, I made it. Uh, yeah that's crazy <laughs> i remember i remember feeling proud for you guys it like opened up with like uh tell me everything just slowly bringing it in and i'm yeah. just like holy shit the guys are like on mtv like wow yeah, yeah man. that was i you know and i'm just like i get numb to those things i'm just like yeah oh, dude that's so awesome and then <laughs> i bet i bet after instead a of being like hey my band's on mtv fuck you it's just like, <laughs> okay well what's next you know i mean or you know yeah we're, we're, when are we hitting the road? When is, you know, I mean, you know, always, I always wanted more in, in that. And it's like a looking back, I'm just like, I got a lot and I'm very thankful and, and uh, just so appreciative of all of it really. Couldn't happen to someone better. seems like. Uh, I think <laughs> it, it has happened to a lot of people that are better, but uh, well, there for you me, go. I'll take what I can get and thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I mean, it's a, uh, I just keep, I sound like a broken record, but it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm, and I don't plan on dying tomorrow, but if whenever I do die, I just know that I got to experience this magical and amazing thing and have such a good friendship with the people that I did all these things with, you know, I mean, they're brothers, family. I mean, we had a bunch of different people come in and out, but like the core, I mean, I still have a relationship in somewhat with all of them and they're all like very dear to me. And when COVID started, we were just doing Zoom meetings of just like crushing beers and just like, you know, making fun of Checking each other. In. And, you know, yep. and then like we did it for like two or three weeks and then we would just randomly have uh, different people that came on tour with us just in. I would just say, hey, we're, and I would just randomly message them, text message. or Do I hear a new message. podcast coming out? Is this what, what uh, you're telling nah, me? <laughs> should be I the just, just Rendercast, dude. I think damn. in terms of the world that we live in, a lot of the stories just wouldn't be able to, you know. A lot of redacted. told freely. I got in a lot of trouble the last time I was on here, too. So, But oh, I told oh, you guys no. I was going to, oh, oh we don't need to go into that. And I regret nothing. <laughs> I mean, it makes great audio, right? So. Um, yeah, but a lot yeah, of but like we've got to say a lot of we got a lot of like uh, the fans coming to us and saying they were really appreciative of like everything oh, you ta- hearing about sure. just render and you yeah. know you do, doing live performance. Yeah. yeah, I think some people didn't like what I had to say because I glorified like drinking and drugging and stuff like that. But I mean, I'm just trying to. I just wanted to share actually what happened about it. Mm-hmm. And it you know, I mean, I trust me. In retrospect, I think that if we paid more attention to rocking and rolling and, and singing and being mm-hmm. more on that end, then, you know, who knows? But with that being said, it's it's a painful life too. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's everyone makes it out to be oh, it's so glamorous. You're on stage. That's like 20 minutes or 30 minutes or 45 or, you know, I guess when you're a headliner, an hour, an hour and a half in the that world, and then it's just like you know, 
in the car. Or do you, th- van, do you think there that. there's like a bit of a I don't want to say like curse or anything, but it seems like a lot of like you have the time to make music when you're mm-hmm. young, but you don't like if if you get picked up and and you start to get bigger, you don't necessarily have that maturity to back like some of the decision making as as far as the partying and stuff. Whereas you know, say you're in your forties or something you know and you and you're in a band and you get picked up your decision making is going to be a lot more along the lines of like what an adult would be doing anyway so i wouldn't i wouldn't ever fault you guys for making the decisions that people in their 20s would make anyway if they were on stage or if they were in the crowd you know almost oh for sure for sure i mean i think me and matt were doing the same thing we just weren't getting i was gonna say do it i was gonna say it was the scene like at the time the scene was just like that dude yeah kind of you you were doing it like behind the scenes like as a band like amongst every other band in the scene and we were doing it in the crowd like it's no different you know i mean it's just a time period and i think like it's no different than people going to college really yeah yeah it was it was i did that i did that and college seemed a little (laughs) bit more hardcore (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I mean, it's that, trust me, I mean, I know lots of people in college that yeah. were way worse than some of the crap that we did. I yeah. mean, we were just like, so, yeah, I mean, it, looking back, if I had to change some things, I guess I would just add a little bit more structure to it. That's mm. all. I mean, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you know, we're in our early 20s, uh, mid 20s yeah. at some point, And I mean, who isn't doing that kind of stuff really? I mean, and we were on tour with bands or just some of them were a lot worse, you know, and harder Mm. things. than we were, I mean, for the most part, we were just like weed and, and booze. And I mean, that's a generational thing in terms of rock and roll. (laughs) <laughs> like that, oh, yeah. that that's oh, been sure. within not to uh give it an excuse or anything like that but i mean we've seen countless examples before of of you know the bad example of of where that can the 70s and living. 80s gave us a yeah. ton yeah. yeah absolutely and i i don't know if like the pop punk uh you know scene in in the early 2000s was necessarily mirror up to that coke in the 80s you know <laughs> like i don't think that. it was worse at all yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it was so yeah. it, maybe maybe it is a perspective thing and as as we sort of uh mature we see you know you look back on what you've done you're like okay maybe there was that was yeah, a bad decision I mean, this wasn't but <laughs> sure i mean you know, people now are way more politically activated and and care about their local communities and you know that kind of stuff and i you know we we just weren't that band you know i mean i'm sure we just when you grow up in a small town like dover um and it's just and as an adult i see what's going on in dover to not to go on a political rant or anything like that but like Mm -hmm. we're trying to escape that yeah you know so we're just trying to get out and and fly ultimately so i mean in a van yeah (laughs) we're trying to go and spread our wings and see as much uh, of the world as possible because most of the people in that town did not ever leave it. And they, yeah. there's mm-hmm. lots of people that it is a response there. to that, I guess, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we oh, just, yeah. uh, yeah, it's just, we just wanted to get out and there's a lot of pain growing up. I mean, for me anyway, I mean, my parents were great and stuff like that, but there was a lot of pain for me growing up. You know, I, mm-hmm. it's, it's, Dover is not really like a rich, um, uh, town or anything like that mm-hmm. uh growing up in school anytime the sports teams would play other teams they'd throw onions and 
cause onion towners. Oh and, like, man, so, you guys I mean, aren't onion town. No, no, that's, no, that's I, a different. Wow. I get yeah. it. I, I never get it. I understand. You know, yeah. as a as a young kid, though, you don't you just know what is in your environment. You know, so it's just like. You know, I mean, I grew up, my parents both worked, I grew up in a trailer park. So I had this social stigma of white trash and trailer trash and all this other stuff. And, you know, in retrospect, my childhood was amazing. I, the park that I had in, I have lots of, you know, friends that went off to do like all kinds of amazing things in the world that are, you know, have way more money now than they did. But the friendships that I had there, that I still have them to this day where some people, you know, don't have it you know mm -hmm. but growing up like i was saying there's a lot of pain and you're escaping it whether it's you know it's not healthy but drinking or drugs or or whatever and then you're making music with your best friends who are kind of feeling the same kind of thing and you know i mean that's just kind of who we are or were anyway i mean i yeah. still like to pick up the can and like i said you know i got my card and stuff like that but yeah now it's way more responsible and now yeah. we drink hazy ipas and talk about the ibu Yes, we're civilized. Like, right? hmm, we're civilized. It's on the bitterness scale now. Yes, I, I look. It's, IB rating. I don't about know a four. about the IB rating. Yeah, tell me about that. International I, bitterness units, baby. And it's go. how you how you tell how bitter that beer is going to be. If you like this be in a spectrum like I do, I like really hoppy. You know, the lower sixty percent of that. So okay. Let's See, we, yeah, little, we back little, our hey. alcoholism with knowledge. The problem is a lot of the beers the don't tell you the IBU rating unless they're a real crafty son of a bitch. So you got to be careful. But you can find it on like, you know, Untapped or, you know, other services. Like Your Advocate or something? Does it have it on there or no? They might have it on there. Yeah. Most of those like yeah, they'll, they'll usually they'll contact like, a brewer or they'll they'll be like that knowledgeable that they'll be like, this is a blah, 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 you know, and they'll be okay. able to give you a rating. Yeah. I mean, I've worked at a brewery in, here, a peak skill brewery. And oh, cool. That that was the first time that I really got into beer before. I mean, were you, were you brewing anything. or more like front? No, of I was on the, the service side of it, Cool, but you'd have to learn that you'd have to learn from the brewmaster who at that time was Jeff O'Neill, who now ha uh, he runs um, industry or industrial arts brewing. Oh, cool. Ooh. The wrench is like their one of their popular ones. Uh, nice. Yeah, he was at Ithaca and then he went to Peak Skill and then he started his own industrial arts. I think. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I didn't know anything about beer. Like I said, just surrender will drink anything. I mean, <laughs> there was a beer on tour called Beer O'Clock. <laughs> uh i mean we would drink genesee i mean we it didn't Genesee's really matter. a good standard though. you know standard yeah especially natty ice days. bush like oh, natty I mean, ice. Just, uh <laughs> oh. schlitz schaefer i mean oh, all those classic shit beers, dollar dollar know. two dollar tall boy yeah yeah and agreed so i mean but then having somebody so knowledgeable like that explain mm -hmm. you know the difference between a lager and an ale and i didn't know you know, East, bro. It's all about the East and the and the temperature. <laughs> there you go. Um, but you know, so I mean, I, I I'm not a beer snob, but it's it's cool. Well, it's just, I think you know. it's it's neat because people who don't who just think beer is beer and don't understand like the you know categories that it may fall into can almost it. I find a lot of people who are just like beer is beer. They don't really like it. They don't drink it that often. They maybe a Budweiser or something. Mm -hmm. um, but you can find stuff that you like if you. Ex do that little bit of deeper dive, you know, mm -hmm. maybe you like the hazy IPAs or IPAs, or maybe you're more of a oh. stout or a dark, like Porter type of drinker and stuff. I, I got mm -hmm. into brewing a little bit. I got a mead aging okay. that, that I yep. had to send to Matt. 
in a month or two here. I'm excited. I'm really excited <laughs> to try that. I've that's never had a awesome. mead. So my first mead is going to be brewed by my best friend. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> I think we'll it's, see. look, it's an awesome hobby. It can, right. You know, and uh, you're saving. Well, I don't know if you save money by doing no, that. Yeah, I don't, you definitely I don't know. Buying all kinds of cool ingredients. Let's not like, get into know. the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where it's coming from. You know. Yeah. And yeah. it's uh, fresh. So if I am poisoned, I know I did it myself. <laughs> if you go blind for a little bit, it's, you know. I know it's, it's good. Yeah. You know it's, like good, it's the good, good stuff. Oh, my God. Sweet. But, yeah, no, that that's cool that you worked at a brewery. Um, I, I, I've been interested in brewing for a bit now. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, the science behind it has always been very interesting. Yeah. The, I mean, they offered anybody that wanted to come in to just watch them do it and participate hmm. in it. Um uh it's not that i didn't have interest in it but it's just uh when i was working there i was also going to new paltz so mm. it was just kind of a you know not enough time kind yeah of the brain so, can yeah. only reserve so much yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah, that, and if I'm, someone if someone will do the months of brewing and you can just enjoy it isn't that so much easier <laughs> sure and we also did though you know line up to go over what the special items that we have are not special items they're called um everything we do here is special dan (laughs) (laughs) i love that line (laughs) they're additional menu Uh, items um so but the brewmaster would be there you know every day this is uh you know uh eastern standard it's uh you know uh the hops are from uh their centennial hops uh granger farm out in uh i think it's oregon or whatever i mean okay, you cool. know he'd give you the hops uh you know you'd break them up in your hand smell them oh wow kind of that kind of stuff uh and then if you had a customer that was super interested in it you you know you just kind of talk about it i mean mm-hmm. there's a period where i knew all, all the ingredients for all the beers and what you know if it was a california common lager or if it's you know whatever the hell uh, damn it was i mean for there it then but you know it's been been a minute so mm-hmm. um and like you just said ibus on for me i'm just like you know in the dark so yeah i mean it, there's a there's a learning curve it's a whole yeah. thing i mean hell that's why they ever evolving brew masters right i mean dude yeah. <laughs> yeah agreed and i always think like taste and flavor are subjective too so what might be you know uh bitter to some person it's just like nah that's nothing man that's yeah that's what's hard to do we all yep. do have individual tastes yeah so yeah like it's cider for example my wife uh tastes like beer but if you drink cider it doesn't taste like beer at all mm. it's just no. you know apple. spiked apple juice yeah <laughs> I, I know i'm just like what the only thing it does is it gives me a headache if i drink too many of it. it's super sweet i prefer yep. a dry one yeah, sure. I like pear cider the most if oh, I had to choose one. Okay. Yeah, it's very really? for me. Floral, What's your go-to or woodchuck or uh, uh, angry yeah, orchard I mean, or something? Yeah, I woodchuck makes a nice pear one. I mean, there's a place around here that doesn't have that though. So mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, if I see, I live like four, three minute drive from the industrial arts place. So oh. I mean, I spend the sixteen dollars on a four pack. And then <laughs> see they got me the other day almanac Mm -hmm. brewing up in oakland um i love what they do they make these sours in that they age in oak barrels with vanilla Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah so they'll do peach they i've tried peach strawberry i think they did like a blueberry one too but they're really i they it's almost like a wine flavor to the beer 
Um, but yeah, it's like 20 bucks for like a four pack yep. of cans. I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. Five <laughs> well, bucks of beer. That's the thing did. about brewing, man. Sometimes <laughs> they put so much love in it that that price goes up pretty big, man. I mean, yeah. well, at that some... point, I'm about to drive to Oakland to the brewery and see if it's cheaper there. <laughs> Just buy it in bulk. Yeah. I think yeah. Though the thing is, too, is that it's like, for example, the place that I used to work at or the industrial one is that it's they're all like family owned businesses, too. So a lot of time it doesn't buy. I think the same thing. Fuck, 16 bucks for four beers. It's like a special <laughs> occasion, you know? Yeah. But then it's just like, well, yeah, it's like they have a very small staff mm-hmm. of I don't know how many people. Um, you know, they got a guy driving his own truck to drop it off at different, you know, places and True. stuff like that. So I'm just like, okay. I mean, I could spend, you know, maybe twelve dollars and get a six pack or whatever, mm-hmm. something much larger. But then I'm just like, okay, it's Especially if it's a matter of keeping them in business almost. Yeah, it's, of if course, you're, yeah. If you're kind of boiling it down to that, it's like, yeah, I'd rather have the option of having this around. Support but, your team, baby. Yeah. And it's yeah. right up the street. There's just one dude there right yeah. now. Like just. Oh, wow. Damn. Holding it down. There, Small staff. Orders and yeah. So I'm just like, okay, well, I don't feel bad spending no. four extra dollars. No, that's the cool thing about right now, too. Like with the pandemic is like we like my area here in Orlando, even in Albany, when I lived in Albany, you know, last month, everybody's supporting the local mom and pop shops. They're, you know, like they don't want to fucking order out. They'd rather fucking cook at home, but they're doing it to keep these places alive, which I'm really enjoying that as well. And yeah. It's, it's I think crazy. people should do that more even after pandemic, like, True. you know, how you're doing it with this. Brewery. It yeah. It's really cool to see the progression of the art of like cooking, brewing, all of it. Yeah, man. And plus it's just, it feels good to to do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Not like, oh, I'm I'm pious because I'm supporting the local community. And well, you're getting you're money. getting something out of it. You're getting something yeah. you thoroughly enjoy. Like you obviously enjoy that brew. You know? Oh, you're not getting yeah, it no, it's somewhere phenomenal. else. I mean, if you have the chance, to, I mean, you can look it up on whatever the things are. I mean, it's uh, well rated or whatever. I mean, he's a very talented gentleman. Jeff O'Neill's name is, and uh, you know, we'll throw, I mean, we'll throw it in the show notes too. If people want to oh, check out industrial, yeah. Well, you can do peak scale too. They have theirs. I mean, they're the ones. Who, I actually had my wedding at the brewery. Oh, cool! Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, goals for me and Jesse. Yeah, I was I just was, thinking. Jesse just got engaged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well, if 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 you're gonna do something up in this area, I will give you all their information. It every person was. I mean, everyone likes beer. Or most people like beer anyway. Right. And uh, but they they the food there i mean i like i said i was a server there so i knew about the uh, the beer and stuff like that but the food and the the cooking and the chef and it's just phenomenal i mean awesome. i can't say so many nice things about peak skill brewery uh just because they gave me my start into it and like i said i had my wedding there um and the, it was just phenomenal they have two floors and they did such a great job and it was you know really affordable you know, and beer so, on tap you can't beat that right can't beat that. Yeah, beer baby straight <laughs> from the yeah, yeah. No, it, was it was like wine and it ain't natty <laughs> light <laughs> oh no man it was yeah i mean they i don't know what they have now it was something like eight different ones and then they had a um we didn't have access to it. uh i can't think of the name of it or whatever but yeah they had a sour a sour a simple ooh, sour it's called ooh, we love it's, sours uh, yeah brewed with britannomyces so uh ooh. yeah so, what is this uh the bacteria or something correct yeah yeah i mean it, oh, okay. it's unpredictable yeast strain but they is it uh, a kettle sour 
you know, it's, it's been a long time. So, I mean, if you want any other information, I'm, I'm sure I can I'm get you guys. You. Kettle sours are real fucking sour. Mm-hmm. All right. They yeah, are they like do, brutally they, sour. I, I looked into actually, is that what you're drinking right now? The uh, I don't, I don't believe, Nevada one? I don't believe this is a, a kettle. Um, oh, no. You know, this what? is it's, a solid. They have one. Like, it's that same art, but it's pink. Um, oh, you're talking about like, oh, yeah, there's a wild little thing, the wild little thing, wild little thing, the hibiscus. uh, So that's the other cool thing is like seeing bigger brands, you know, that started out as little mom and pop shops, such as like Sierra Nevada, making these crafty recipes that they're finding from, you know, mom and pop breweries now, Mm -hmm. you know. I like that too. Like I've got to say, it's uh, yeah. The out. bigger ones are almost following the lead of the little ones, which is interesting. yeah. Like yeah. for example, Sam Adams, right? They have True. a Rebel IPA or something. Not mm-hmm. saying that that's uh, they've been very good about always keeping out a very wide variety. Sam Adams, I've got to say, mm-hmm. they're yeah, like they're American. Stuff, yeah. yeah, coverage as a brewery. <laughs> a but I think you're, stuff, I think you're right, Dan. Because I mean, in terms of like an IPA, I know they've always been Sam Adams. Uh, like Boston Lager was their, you know, flagship. Yeah. For the longest yeah. time, but then you see him going into the spaces. Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah, and at one point, I mean, it. I guess in the nineties, they were like, a, maybe the early nineties, they were a smaller brewery company. I mean, mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. not as. Uh, I mean, now they're Ginormous. very large. Yeah, um, I think they're even making like a seltzer thing or whatever. But um, everybody is now. That's crazy too. Bud Light. Made, Light, makes seltzer, seltzer. Yeah. it's very popular yeah i haven't tried it but people say it's great but you know this is the thing i was looking for i can't find michelob regular anywhere really? i don't it's think it exists ultra. it's always that ultra it's, or whatever it's just ultra the fable yeah. yeah i mean i was uh yeah when i guess oh. when i was like 20 <laughs> somewhere between 20 and 23 uh one of my best friends uh his girlfriend's dad used to just have cases of Michelob. Oh, and that was your you know? beer at the time. And they had, wasn't my beer, but there's like a nostalgia. It was his beer. It was literally. And uh, they had this special shaped bottle. It was almost like an hourglass. Huh. Uh, you know, look it up at some point. A Michelob bottle. It's Ooh. yeah. It's supposed to get the, uh, the beer out smooth and whatever, but yeah, they, um, I looked for it the other day online and I had to, they make it in very small batches. I had to drive like 40 minutes. Oh, damn. So I debated it, but then I thought, you know, this is, I'm not going to do that for <laughs> Michelob. But uh, yeah, I just remember it had like a gold uh, can, a gold foil on the top of it and you can't find it anywhere now. So yeah. It's cool to see what the, uh, what all the different like small bo- See, oh there, there it is go. told you oh my god you're right it's like a weird hourglass yeah it's it's, it's like a top like heavy a hourglass <laughs> yeah, yeah it is a lava like, lamp holy shit know? i just remember it and it feels good in your hand too when you're you know drinking it so do you like, grip uh, the bottom uh you know it's been a, it's been a minute you instinct, you it, instinct you tells you the top it. i'd imagine yeah well, i mean maybe it's like kind of like cupping and then you know, like a wine glass. Part, yeah, the fat part goes in here. And it's ergonomic. You're trying to designed. be fancy. Yeah, I look. I, I mean, I don't even remember what it tastes like. It wasn't like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. But it, I mean, like nostalgia. I said, yeah, agreed. Well, it's I mean, better than Budweiser, I'd imagine. I'm sure. Oh. For my bachelor party, I, I had them. My friends get Zima. I mean, they only got a 12 pack of it. But in high school. You know, it was uh, it was their age. Um, I don't think I've ever had a Zima. I've seen what? them. 
What? But it's like a is it like a Mike's the, hard? R.I.P. No, it's smeared uh, off ice. Yeah, it's like a, a oh, mix of that. Smeared off it, ice, but less sweet. Like, and my malty, opinion. like super malty. Oh. Yes, malty. It, yeah, you know, it did have a malty. thickness to it too. Like it felt like yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. it was, it and was it good. Had like a, Believe me, I got sh- sh- wasted with my older friends <laughs> buying me this when I was underage. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was and, like uh, it, soda that was good. It had a fun. ribbed bottle, too. Like, you know, mm-hmm. interesting. Whereas, like, now nobody, everyone has the same looking can or bottle. I mean, they slapped the laminate on the can, you know, for the 16 mm-hmm. ounces. Right, right. Bottle wise, nobody does anything different with their, their bottles, you know? Yeah, it's same design. Yeah, yeah, it's the Michelob one. It has this weird fancy one. The Zima bottle, it's like a ribbed kind of thing. It has ridges in it. Um, I don't know if it's because you're fucked up and then you can hold on and grip better <laughs> grip or whatever, better. but <laughs> yeah. It's more about like colors, it seems, in, in artwork on mm-hmm. um, craft beers today. I mean, I they sell me all the fucking time. I'll be in the store and I'll be like, I don't know what this is, but I got to buy it because of that label, you know? It's I just very try loud, it. a lot of them. A lot of them, dude. Like it's craziness. The art. A lot of the time, it'll be even like a, there's a sacrifice going on on the label, and you're like, "What? What kind of shit is this? I just got to try this devil beer," you know? Yeah, the <laughs> the art really grabs you sometimes. Yeah, devil. Isn't that Stone IPA? They have like a devil or something. Yeah, yep, yep. I got it. There's a lot of them though, man. They go dark or they go crazy, like uh, retro or beachy, or like acid or acid trippy. I've noticed that a lot. It's very yeah. just like splatter color and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. yeah I mean, for me, it's just it's sometimes. Hell, it's even the Silesian one is like a guy's head and a bunch of small people gathering around. It. Oh, yeah. Somebody definitely <laughs> tripped and drew that up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but then you have like the fish on like, what is it? Uh, Bell's Two Hearted Ale. It's just like. A oh, trout. yeah. Or dogfish yeah. head. Yeah. Dogfish head fish too. Yep. These are untethered conversations at the back of a bar. These are the things that we oft leave unsaid. These are the lost signals we put out into the ether. With discussions on video games, movies, literature, philosophy, philosophy and more, The Lost Signals is a podcast platform for interesting analysis of pop culture at large. Founders Scott Thurlow, Stephen Ramosi, Jonathan Ian Manzer, Chris Morgan have produced a steady stream of content since March 2015 to bring our unique views and ideas to our audience. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout manscaped.com 20% off get your anti-chafing ball deodorant your sweet lawnmower 2.0 your nuts will thank you later you can even rep them by getting yourself a manscaped.com t-shirt so head on over manscaped.com 20% off at checkout enter code slackers get your ball swag here it's an interesting time to be a drinker that's for sure there's a lot of uh, variety out there and uh we've uh, found a way to make Oh, no, wait, we've glorified <laughs> drinking again. Damn it. 
Fuck. Oh, no, shit. I think we're Damn. just talking about different things. Look, man. I, <laughs> shit, Dan. Sorry it wasn't about supposed that. to go this way. Okay, guys. No, <laughs> I, look, it's fine. It's a conversation, right? If you know, you can ask whatever you Dude. want. We talk. Wherever the conversation goes, that's where it goes. That's the hell yeah, man. It's not that's the point of this man. podcast, man. We just yeah. like where it goes, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, if you want to ask more just surrender questions, feel free. But you know, I mean, I don't. Like I told you last time, well, I'll, I'll answer whatever the hell you want. You, you, spin like us, or not. you spun us with the brewery work. I was like, oh, I got to jump on this. I have questions. Yeah. Well, that's fine. If you, like I said, if you want interviews with any of those other guys, I know that they'll definitely Ooh. do it. I can help you. Ooh, maybe down the line. Yeah. Do some research, find out whatever, you know, so. Hell yeah. Awesome. Rock and roll. So you, do you have a, uh, another song for us here? I do. Awesome. I do. Uh, this one might suck, but you know, if it does, then uh, I can redo it and and uh, see, he you know, keeps we'll the bar low, here. so then he blows you out of the water with. The uh, I mean, I've never done this one before. I mean, we've played this song a million times, but I've never done it in this kind of way. So, well, we're just, here uh, for support. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, you know, uh, let's see. So I will talk about it a little bit. Um, there was. I was either gonna do. Uh, let's see. Okay. So we got that. Move it over here. All right. Um, so this song is a song off of our second record. I was going to do one off of Phoenix cause that one was super close or whatever, um, in time, but I, I rehearsed it a bunch and it didn't sound as the way that I wanted to. And, you know, I'm doing these things solo. So it's, uh, you know, I don't got the little man helping me out. So no. this song actually, and he hates this song. Everybody in the band hates this song, but I love this song because it did a couple of things. One, it, um, you know, it gave us our largest song, um, Your Life and Mine, it's called. Mm. So, uh, you know, no matter what, that's the song that everyone always knows, asks about. And uh, um I I love the song personally, just because I said it brought us the most fanfare. I mean, I remember before we got signed uh, to uh, East West or whatever, we recorded this song. Uh, I mean, no, no, I'm sorry. Our first record came out and then uh, we were supposed to do a tour with Hit the Lights. And uh, we were supposed to go to, I think, the United Kingdom with them. But then Colin, their singer, there was like an issue and then hmm. he ended up leaving and, and it was just whatever um but anyway we record we had the song done and we were on broken english subsidiary east west you know the universal thing but uh some of their guys in their band we played the song they were like oh we're telling fred he's got to put this out on triple crown blah blah blah, blah. i mean they love the the song it ended up getting put out uh you know still on the, the broken english or whatever but um it people always still ask for the song it's kind of like you know the big the big just surrender song and everyone in the band hates it. They hate playing it. And they always are like, well, we don't have to play this song. And I always tell them that we do. And one more quick story and then I'll play the song and then, you know, put, I don't want to put you guys asleep, but the, no, the we one, love it. We love one it. Beautiful thing about <laughs> this song and to piggyback. And I say that a lot about what we talked about before living in a small town and, and it being a lot of, you know, hurt and stuff like that the you know the people that we grew up with we had them all on our the video so if you can watch the video it's just all of our friends and on the little diner off of 44 yeah, adam's diner rest yes. in peace r.i.p oh. uh it now it's they they um 
whoever had the the land sold it and it turned into a gas station and Dunkin uh, wow i know trust me but gotta you know, reshoot got, it with the new location uh I love yeah. gas station you're like the mind and then this time i'll have hair so people are like oh it's adam sandler <laughs> oh, oh my sandler. god <laughs> hey look it's adam sandler. <laughs> you dirty man <laughs> uh yeah you know i mean it was either that or john Turturro. so um <laughs> I'll take Sandler if I was. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, whatever. It's, it is what <laughs> it is. But, um, but yeah, so this song is called Your Life and Mine. I can see it from across the room. There's a tear in your story that I I'm sleeping, I'm coming back. Since your heart's in be with mine. That marked into your right when you left in your best friend's right. With the face of an inch girl, you said I'll be treated more than right. Realize that's passing through from the moment I saw yours in my eyes. Couldn't wait to get you alone so I could walk with you. Go ahead and call your friends, do whatever it takes so I can make you try. This party's going sad, you know what's going on with us. It's That was so different. Like I love yeah. that. Yeah, you're surprising was, us with these, dude. Oh, well, well, thank you. I in in the it. best so, way possible. <laughs> like I said before, I don't have the the beauty of electronic, uh, you know, keyboards and drums and stuff like that. So I got to make, I got to do something. So, uh, <laughs> dude, um, you did it. It's you like, yeah, man. It's like, Appreciate oh, I just, I made do. I just built this mansion out of like sticks and rocks. Like, <laughs> well, thank you. You know, and I, I gotta. We get, we're just going to have to do what we do because I looked 
before at the recording thing, none of it recorded. So <laughs> they get what they get. Okay. Right? Oh, you guys shit. recording it? That's sounded you know, fine. It sounded great to us, okay. man. Cool, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I love you. that song though. I mean, you're yeah. you're totally right about that being a fan favorite, honestly. Oh, mm-hmm. look, they they're just a bunch of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I remember when we wrote it. Uh, we were doing the pre-production for if the sh- uh, we're in Langston, and uh, Andy was like, "I want to do a song like Neo, the, the hip hop rap." Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. You know? so he had just the. Uh... And then I just came up with that kind of part, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The I could see you in the classroom, just you know, because I'm trying to be all like, you know. Uh, whether it works or not, I don't know. But I mean, like I totally. said, I think it works. I think it works. <laughs> most successful Jess Renner song, and then we kind of had that one. And then, like I said, we went and did the co-write with the guy John, and he he kind of helped us build this, you know, the story for it. And like we contributed, you know, with the chorus. So. I I feel like it has appeal to non just surrender fans like those non diehard fans uh, that, oh, you know will listen sure. to everything because it does it is a bit softer than your other the other songs yeah. i would um, say that it's crossover like it was the the, the idea was it to be a crossover kind of mm-hmm. song you know mm. like and i mean I'm, talk about success like pulling pulling in you know a, another like other audiences that wouldn't normally be into just surrender through a song like this i mean mm. that that's yeah. it right there Oh, I, I'm like I said, it's one of my favorite ones just because of it, the success that it had. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, and I and I just think that it's a it's just a feel good kind of goofy tongue in cheek song. Like for me, it kind of represents the things that I like about music, like not mm-hmm. taking yourself seriously, like being a corny, it ain't easy being cheesy kind of thing. <laughs> I'm not trying to I'm not trying to save the world. I'm not trying to you know change anyone's mind. I'm just here to have a good time and yeah. you know. That's it. Like house, that, par- house, house party vibe, kind of. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm. I mean, there's other songs that we did that have like you know a little this, a little that, and or. But for me, I just it goes back to the thing about before that I was saying about the lyrics. I just, I just want to have fun, and I don't want to think sometimes. Well, know? even even with the lyrics though, it's there's something about that song that pulls me in. And it doesn't have, I've noticed, like, compared to the other Just Surrender um, stuff, it, mm-hmm. it it's, like we said, it's a lighter sound overall. And it doesn't have, like, the reason I connect to a lot of the other Just Surrender stuff is because of the the pain behind it, mm-hmm. oh, especially sure. yeah. in a lot of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Versus this song is, like you said, it's more fun. It's more, mm-hmm. it's lighter and has that air of, like, uh, n- things time, aren't man. so consequential. You're yeah. not oh. on, the t- on top of the rooftop wondering. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. you know sure. what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, there, like I said, there's a time and place, and and I think for that song, uh, it's kind of just where we were at as a band mm-hmm. too. You know, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. we just want to go and party and have fun and and hook up and like just be young, yeah. you know, young people. And it represents it well, I have to say. Yeah, yeah and I think yeah. that like the core group of Jess Renner fans are like it's a mixture of it's a bunch of different people. Like if you go to Jess Renner show, you'll see like dudes in the pit, be like, yeah, man, play a work of art. Uh, oh yeah, I can barely breathe, you know. Dave Gunn, yeah. shout out, Dave Gunn, Dave Gunn. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and then there's uh and then there's people who just like you know the 
the people that like pop music and the people that you know want to hear that big chorus and stuff like that they're and the ones at the standing by the bar listening yeah, yeah exactly just like, oh, see i'm the, I'm the guy that's up front harassing dan right under dan going <laughs> I every it. lyric so loud that he's singing well next oh, time yeah. you say, you'll is that my monitor no that's yeah. matt no <laughs> next time matt you'll be on stage on my side oh, my sure oh baby you know, you're over here so there'll be yeah. more shows i don't know when you know i mean who's doing a show during this thing but yeah you know i've been talking to the dudes and uh, or at least jay uh, you know he wants to do something i mean we i talked to him pretty often you nice. know he's like when are we doing the ep man when are we doing and then like oh you know steve is uh steve so it's just like kind of more just like well you know i mean he just had a baby and you mm. know so uh, give him a little time give him a little time for your pressure i know look <laughs> uh, we already have two songs that are already fully oh done come recorded. on there you go wow. come on really done. Wow. Absolutely, hundred percent. You do. Broken um, news, guys. Everybody's getting that right now. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I'd be, offline, I'd be more than happy to send them to you guys. But oh mm-hmm. my god, we Which will I never would. share them yeah. with anybody. But yes, so it's been a great episode, guys. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, I love it. Yeah, I'll say one more thing. The record turned fifteen, and one of the coolest things for me was that uh, Seth Rollins is a huge fan of that. Record. What? Yeah, <laughs> what? The what? WWE cool. superstar. Absolutely, That's ridiculous. Uh, he's a huge fan of Hit the Lights too. But. Uh, Awesome. Uh, so yeah, somebody I don't know who posted on Twitter or whatever, and uh, he he wrote was like, "Oh, that record's a banger" or something like that. And then you know, for me, it was just like, "Oh wow, man!" I mean, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I do photography for uh, the National Wrestling Alliance. In, Dude, uh, that's fucking Nashville. crazy. By the way, I just stumbled across that one day. I was like, <laughs> "It works for NWA." I, what the fuck? Dude, I've only had two dreams in this life, and one of them is to work as a musician, and then the other one was to somehow work in wrestling. And dude, you know, I mean, that's so like, fucking cool. That, <laughs> yeah, trust me, I, I, you know, there were so many amazing things planned for the NWA, and then this shit happened. Fucking like, shit, man. Tour, and like it was, you know, I was, uh, dude, I was ready to just, you know, do, uh, do whatever, to, you know. So, um, yeah, man. So, 15 years old, Seth Rollins, for him, so being a huge wrestling fan, him, like, even just, like, acknowledging that, you know, <laughs> my band exists or even, you know, had something positive to say about it was just like, wow, dude. Man, That's man. insane. You know? That's so cool, man. Wow. And I'm, I know for a fact he's like, oh, she broke my heart, I broke his jaw kind of guy, you know? So <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. not the, yeah. <laughs> you know, those, uh, you loving so but i mean you know it's been a fun ride there there'll be more stops on it they're just few and far between and hopefully soon um you know we'll make it happen but until then if even if nothing ever happens again it's just been a, a wild ride and i'm just so i'm so fortunate we've been on it and i'm so fortunate you guys have me on for two times yeah oh dude you're always welcome man and and this time nobody i didn't tell any jokes about anyone doing you know getting hurt or <laughs> might possibly Hopefully. losing their job or you know sex scandals or nothing so <laughs> nothing you didn't give Deal us any it. dirt dude in the well, dirt. time i will i mean we edited all time, that stuff he set out <laughs> yep yeah we just talked about beer and some other stuff so yeah i mean you guys you know I'm, we always appreciate you having me on, on and, uh, man and once I get off, I will you just give me the email addresses and I will send those two hot jams. Ooh. One of them oh, is like baby. a, you know, one of them is like a Sayosin kind of feel to oh, it. Oh, baby, come and on. The other one is like a. One of my um, favorites. The other one is just kind of like a tell me everything crazy kind of. Okay. Song, like in that kind of realm. Nice. Know? One of them is like a, you know, like when 
I'll finish it up and then then I, I'll leave you guys alone. But, You're getting uh, the people like, drooling here, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> like we want to hear. Well, guess formula, what, guys? You're gonna have to wait. Yeah, the formula for the Jess Renner song is usually it's just one song has to be like a super poppy song and the other one has to be a super heavy song. So mm. I mean that's oh. uh, you know that's, that's why we love that's you. Where it's at. Yep, <laughs> yep. For, that variety, baby, keeps us hooked. So yeah, I'll send it to you guys. You know, and then that's it. Thanks again for having me on. And uh, hell yeah, man! Thank you for coming on, and thank you for performing those great songs, man. That oh, was no problem. It's always great to hear these songs in a rendition. Every time you come, renditions we've never heard before, which is fucking awesome. It's so. fun for me too, and Jay's not here, so I get to be the sole guy. You're in control, baby. <laughs> so You're in control. I'm just like, yeah, fuck Jay, man. I could do without <laughs> oh, him. Fuck him. Whoa, we're getting he, you in trouble again. This is I the know, only way. Know. This is the only way we're getting him on is the rebuttal. <laughs> I know. It's the only wanna, way. Jay. I'll give you his phone yes. number. I mean, look, he'd be more than happy to promote his uh, with abandon. With abandon, yeah, and, mm. and all that stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm happy for him, but. It's my time now. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, speaking of one more time before we get out of here, how do the people find some of the, the Dan Simon's originals? You know, oh, what you're up to with NWA photography. This is what I will tell you. I've recently joined and I'm going to uh, Jay's on this thing, too. Uh, and it would be a crime if I didn't uh, publicize it. Uh, it's called Featured X. OK. And uh, let's see. I'm on it. So. What Featured X is, from my under, limited understanding of it, you can, uh, it's featuredx.com. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is uh, there's like a lot of different, whether it's scene bands or regular bands, you can hire people to sing on an album or, or whatever. So oh, wow. if you check it out, um, I'm on there, Jason's on there, and, and a lot of other really talented boys and girls are on there. So uh, Sort of a cameo for musicians almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can do that uh, if you want to see some of my photography stuff. It's uh, just you can check it out on Instagram. I have a website, too. People do that still, right? Um, what's uh, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, it's dead lumens. There you go. I work in lighting. Lumen is like <laughs> a measurement of light. So, you know. And I'm just dead inside, right? Oh, so <laughs> emo. So emo showing through. No, dead lumens. It's like a, it's just a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. Like you know, yeah. there's no light. The lights out. Um, yeah. And then I have a. If you want to see more of my photography, it's just my name, Ed Simons Jr. And uh, yeah, when the my Instagram has mostly just wrestling and just like you know, professional quotation mark photography. So nice. It's another hobby type thing. People are like, "Can you do my wedding?" I'm just like, oh, I just like to take pictures. I don't, I don't want to get. Don't know, complicate this. <laughs> being in a band ruined business for pleasure. Don't so, ruin photography you know, for me. <laughs> now it just ruined, like you know. I mean, the NWA stuff. I I would do that for free. I would drive mm. anywhere, pay my own expenses, just because my love and passion for right. professional wrestling. Like, you know, I watch it like five times a week, and you know, just to be there, it's it's worth it enough so and i got to meet billy corgan he owns it i got to shake his Smash hand and pumpkins baby Woo! yeah i got to shake his hand i was just like shit dude like this guy's he got me on the fucking guitar so like damn you know yep. it was just so. all right I, i'm really done this time i swear <laughs> dude <laughs> well we're fucking again we're just so glad to have you on man to tell all these stories you know musically and just fucking tell them verbally <laughs> And uh, anytime you're, you're welcome, man, to come on. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. You know, yeah. I love you guys. And uh, like I said, the next show, if you know, you're on stage with me, bud. If we're oh, in I'm Florida, there, baby. I'll Oakland, fly out. 
I'm oh. flying out wherever it is, dude. Don't worry. Guestless, 100%. Just <laughs> let me go. know ahead of time. You know, I mean, I don't care if we, you know, I have to kick my mom off the, de- the guest list. <laughs> oh, well, we- you're on, bro. <laughs> I'm not taking mama's got money. Out. She's got money. She can pay. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Get, yeah. Savage. <laughs> Savage, man. All right, people. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, real quick, catch me at MWG Media on Instagram. And uh, you're trying to catch these mittens. It's Maddie G from HP on Xbox Live. And I'm at Landers the Plane on everything. Thank you again, man. Hey, take care. You guys be safe. Have a good one. All right, people. Till next time, that's it. There you go. Woo! We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America, America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck and savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like Domino's bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing them, passing them. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America. Oh, nice. what the? What was that? <laughs> oh, oh, that's the card, baby. Oh, that's the card. Nice. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's my dude. There it is. <laughs>